This is episode 33 of the Movie Maniacs podcast. I'm your host, Noah, and joining me is Patrick. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm ready to get into these movies. Chaplin is kind of yeah. my favorite, so. Uh-huh. It's great. So, for this episode, we're going to be talking about The Kid, and uh, before we get into that Patrick, have you seen anything since we last talked with um, uh, City Lights? Yeah, I rewatched uh, Dead Man by Jim mm-hmm. Jarmusch and also E2 Mama Tambien. Uh, and I, I liked Dead Man just as much as uh, the first two times I watched it. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended. And then E2 Mama Tambien, I did not really like it as much i kind of found myself fast forwarding through a lot the cinematography is really good uh and the story is interesting but yeah the characters are not my favorite anymore they're kind of annoying to me now so <laughs> yeah it's still a four star but i had it at four and a half so mm-hmm. i dropped a full half star and i think i dropped a like off of it too so oh yeah okay. how about you did you watch anything no, I have it. I have a question for you. Like, how do you dim it? How do you um, come up with whether or not you like a movie or not, even if you give it? Because I know, uh, like, a four star for you is a pretty good rating. Um, so, how do you know what? How do you filter whether or not you like a movie or not? Well, so you, likes, did you not like it, uh, this this last time, or what? You mean like the like on Letterbox, like the like button feature, or just like uh-huh. if I liked it or not? Yes, the, uh, the, the like on box. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I don't know why I asked what the distinction was because it's kind of the same thing. It's like, you know, I, I'm, I rate movies based off of, like, technical uh, prowess, I guess, as well as whether or not I like them. So sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, things get rated higher because I like them more, but also sometimes... I will put a like on to kind of differentiate, you know, within the four star rankings, which ones are my favorites mm-hmm. or within okay. whatever ranking the movies are in. Yeah. So it's just kind of like to highlight the outliers that I really like just for ah. my own memory. And if, you know, anyone else is interested. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so I haven't seen anything uh, since we last talked. I just um, saw Gold Rush, which you know, I hadn't seen that yet. And yeah. um, that's basically it. I, I will say that I purchased Charlie Chaplin's autobiography today at Barnes & Nobles. So that might come up at some point in a later episode. It's a, it's a big book, so I don't think I'll get to it <laughs> when we discuss uh, the Gold Rush next time. But <laughs> yeah. um, I, I definitely think that... Uh, I'll probably bring it up at some point once I finish it. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I got a few books today too, so I'm excited about cool. that. Got some William Blake poetry. Should be good. Oh, because uh, yeah, that, that's the character in Dead Man, right? Uh, yeah, featured very heavily in Dead Man. Well, the character in Dead Man is not the original William Blake. He's suppo- he's just an accountant, but part of the story uh-huh. is that he's supposed to be like the he has the spirit of William Blake and a lot of the things that happen to him are like based off of William Blake poems. So oh, that's cool. Is 
So it's not based off a true story or something like that? No, it's not. It's a fictional account, but a, a lot of the scenes, like I said, are, are based off of the poems, and uh, obviously William Blake is a, a real person. Okay. And it does deal oh, with, yeah. like, real Native American tribes and different things that did actually exist. But I don't think, like, you know, certain towns they name, like the small town of Machine actually existed. It's more of a narrative device. Yeah, I, I got um, Charlie Chaplin's autobiography and then um, uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which is a oh yeah a novel by uh, John Le Carré. I've been wanting to watch the movie with Gary Oldman, uh, yeah, but I, I want to check it out. It, it's uh, pretty because, good. Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited to read it. Uh, I, I was reading some of the, the Bond books. Uh, I got the first four of them, and I liked Casino Royale probably just because I enjoy that story so much. But then yeah. I, I think the the next one I read was called uh, um, Live and Let Die, which I wasn't that crazy about. I just had a, a hard time staying invested in the story because I think I've heard that Tinker Taylor's Soldier Spy is a much more grittier um, just spy novel and spy movie, which is mm-hmm. always something I like. I think that's why I like the, the Craig movies more than I do, like, say, the, the Connery or the uh, Brosnan era, and all those are good in their own way, but I, I just enjoy that more grounded take. Probably probably why I like, you know, Christopher Nolan's Batman take a little more also. Yeah, I can see that. I, li- I like Sean Connery, but I don't like him as much in the Bond role, even though he's kind of the iconic one. Mm-hmm. But he's he's really good in The Untouchables, if you, have, if you want to watch that, by Brian De Palma. That's a good one. Oh, I have not seen that, but uh, I do think that his Bond does a really good job of just like um, he he reminds me a whole lot of the Bond from the books, which I def- yeah. definitely think is what they were going for, and I think they nailed it with that. Uh, but yeah, I I like Sean Connery from the Bond movies, and he's really funny in uh Indiana Jones and uh, The Last Crusade. So oh, yeah, yeah. if he's good in the Untouchables, I might check that out sometime. But uh, yeah, we yeah. just went off. <laughs> we went off the rails real quick into the into the book area. But uh, all right. So as we normally do with these Chaplin movies, uh, we'll go ahead and start with our um, our non-spoiler thoughts before we get to the the gritty details behind the spoiler wall. So um, Patrick, non-spoiler thoughts on the kid. Um, the kid. Well, you know. Our listeners have probably heard the uh, the Modern Times and City Lights reviews that we already did. So uh, I, di- I don't have the kid rated as highly as those, but I think it has a lot of heart, and I definitely love it a lot. It's not as mm-hmm. technically impressive as uh, some of his other features, but, I mean, Jackie Coogan is awesome as the kid himself. Charlie mm-hmm. Chaplin is still doing a great performance and the story yeah. is really great too. And one thing I was struck this time around, which is not a spoiler, but the soundtrack or the score that Charlie Chaplin composed for this movie is one of my favorites. I think it might be my favorite of any of the other Chaplin movies I've seen. Like, it, Although it is a little repetitive, so I kind of knocked it by halfway through the movie. But... Um, the, yeah. the melodies he came up with were really cool. What are, That's what are your neat. thoughts on this one? Well, as for if our listeners have followed us through um, our first two Chaplin movies, 
I mentioned that this was my first Charlie Chaplin movie. And so, uh, like you said, this movie's got a lot of heart. And But similar to you, though, this is not uh, my my highest rated Chaplin film. Uh, the the uh, This is a four and a half star movie for me when I've rated uh, Modern Times and City Lights. Those have been five stars. Um, but this is I, what I really appreciated with um, with uh, the kid and um, and just all of Chaplin's movies is that Chaplin's always really good at putting uh, the the tramp character into different and unique fun situations for us to explore how that character would react to it. And I think that um, this the setting that he's put um, the tramp in as he's sort of um, like, like I was watching over this kid uh, is I think a, just a really interesting setting and with the gold rush also we'll, we'll talk about that later but that was another uh, just setting that I thought was just really well done um, and I just really I like that we're not doing a romance story this time and even though um, Chaplin's romance stories have been like top notch uh, I like that this, there is a like a full scale romance story, and that this is really centered around uh, the kid and uh, the tramp, which I, I really like. And you know, you commented on the the modern time score last time, and I was like, oh, I I, I, I guess this wasn't really thinking a whole lot about the score, but I went back and listened to the modern time score, and uh, it's actually really good. I did like it a whole lot. Um, and I didn't catch much of, of the soundtrack with the kid, but I pr- I'll go back and re-listen to it. It's that, that just wasn't something that, was, that I was just focusing on a whole lot, but I'll go back and listen to it. Um, but yeah, not top tier chaplain for me, but I think that's really just a testament to his ability, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. It's a Stone Cold classic, too. Like It's mm-hmm. also his earlier uh, film, so it's incredible what he was able to do at that time. Yeah. And, and this was one of the weird ones. We'll talk about that ending. There, there, it got to, uh, some, some, some weird elements, I think. Just like, I, I've never seen that type of third act in, in a Chaplin movie before, and that part was very interesting and stuff, but um, anything else you want to add to our non-spoiler um, section before we get to the, the spoilers? No, I think it's spoiler time. Alright, let's do it. Alright, we're now in spoiler territory. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, we uh, we kind of open up with the, the mother of Jackie Coogan's character, the kid, who, I don't believe she's married, um, and she just, I think she, when we see her, she's just come out of the, uh, of the hospital. hospital. And yeah. Yeah. And so she's got this kid in, like I said, they think she's married. She's by herself. And um, yeah, it says, I'm kind of going through the, the movie as we watch it. And she sits down on the park bench and it goes, alone. <laughs> it's just one of the title cards there. So I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, she is all by herself except with this kid. And I think that this is just a, a a very realistic setting to to put in for for this character for these characters just um uh this this mother uh being all by herself with this kid and not really knowing what to do she's seems to be very young and she just doesn't know what to do she's just not 
ready for motherhood and what she's just gonna she what she's gonna do is she's gonna uh i believe originally hide the kid but then she's going to um she's gonna be wishing that she hadn't done that yeah is that correct yeah well she was gonna hide the kid but then she changes her mind but the kid's already gone uh-huh so, so kind of and, unfortunate uh, for her she should have uh kept her kid close by maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe so but um yeah that Patrick you described it perfectly she just uh I think she like puts the kid in a, in a, a car or something and the car drives off and she walks off and then oh <laughs> my kid and then she goes back um and yeah the car's already gone um yeah she put I it Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, she put in no, this, this nice-looking car because she thought, oh, well, you know, someone wealthy that will take care of my child. But then some uh-huh. some dudes jacked the car. <laughs> some, some, random hoods, <laughs> yeah. some random hoods jacked the yeah. car. So he kind of goes from a really good – this kid goes from a really good situation to the worst part of the slums. Yeah. And um, we go and we, we see the, the, the tramp uh, walking down and – uh, and Allie's just sort of <laughs> just as, as clumsy as ever. I think he has some soot fall on him or something, some sort of garbage. And um, he comes across the um, the little kid and uh, just on the street. I think the uh, the two men uh, dumped the kid off somewhere, and <laughs> he thinks it's someone else's kid, and he's dropping it off on <laughs> dropping it off in a, a, a baby carriage. <laughs> and it's just really fun. Like he thinks he's doing him a favor, and he's like, "Oh, he like tips his hat to him and stuff." It's it's funny. I think this is probably one of the more somber Ch- Chaplin films uh, that that at least that I've seen so far. Just uh, with sea lights, you know, we had that, that the boxing area and the modern times. We had the machine stuff. You know, the, the these uh, two, uh, the kid and uh, the tramp are they're, they're a lot of money. And uh, I think this is probably one of the more somber Chaplin films, like I said. But what do you think? Yeah, it is, especially uh, more towards the later half. It, it, it uh-huh. definitely starts out very tragic, and then it has kind of a a comedic tone for, like, the, the second two quarters. And then the ending is pretty, well, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag throughout. It definitely is somber. I agree. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and... The, the, the tramp gives the, the kid away, and then I believe uh, the tramp <laughs> finds the kid again. And um, after that, uh, they the, we we flash flash forward uh, a few years, I believe. I'm not sure how long it's been um, since. I think five uh, years. They, five years. Okay, uh, but I, I think it's very it's very touching. Like I said, I like the chaplet is. Um, putting the up in different areas and not just romance story, which which is good, but like because romance stories have always been really good. But I like that, like I said, that we're putting the 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 trip with the kids, sort of like in um, I think it's the life of a dog or a dog's life or whatever when he's partnered up with the dog and stuff. I I, I do like those elements and. Um, after we see uh, the the tramp walk off with the kid, we see that the um, the, the mother is uh, sort of wish wishing for her child again, 
and yeah. uh, I think a, a child comes over and uh, pulls her coat and uh, she picks it up and she's she's holding the kid and it's not her kid and uh the 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 real mother of that kid takes the uh the kid back away and it's just and just the look on the the actress's face she's like oh <laughs> it's it's a uh an awkward moment but yeah bittersweet bittersweet and uh just see the the mother go back and she tries to find her kid, uh, but she can't find it anywhere. Like, like we said, and mm-hmm. uh, that guy see the, the tramp care for um, the. He's got a like a teapot that he's using as a sippy cup, and <laughs> that that's all funny. That's it's it's funny, but it's it's heartfelt also. Just as they're they're doing their best because, I mean, normally like. For the trip, even the fact that he's, he's sharing with uh, the kid, uh, uh, just a a very sweet, and touching moment. But like you said, it's also going to be somber later. Is it's later going to be uh, <clears throat> then that when that they might uh, have to be separated at some point. Yeah, the tramp, the tramp sharing what he had with this kid definitely harkens back to City Lights. I would say with him mm-hmm. caring for the blind girl. Uh, yeah. Right. In this case, you know, it's a little more heartfelt and pure because it is kind of like an adoptive father relationship instead of a a romantic relationship, which you know they're very different. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. like you said, I like all these little uh, these details and their little hovel. They got you know the teapot with the the uh, rubber nipple on it, and he <laughs> makes. Uh, he makes a, a toilet out of like a chair and puts it over a pot and cut, you know, cuts a hole in the chair. And mm-hmm. there's lots of those, uh, those little detailed humor moments. They kind of remind me of the, uh, the, the diner scene in city lights when they're drunk and they've got all the, the details of the, you know, the, the millionaire throwing around cash and, what you know chaplains up to with the the spaghetti and everything mm-hmm. but in this one it's very uh it's very heartwarming like you said because you know they're they're making the best of what they have and it's kind of funny but at the same time they're just doing their best so it, it works out and once we flash forward five years later uh you mentioned Jackie Corgan's performance in yeah, he he's really good. Uh, this this kid just captures uh, innocence and truthfulness, but also he captures that this kid has been living um, just on the streets, basically, and, and in a shed for his whole for, yeah his whole life, basically. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a, a like you said, it's a really good performance. Yeah, and a lot of those uh, those somber moments come from his performance. Uh, mm-hmm. is, and is this the part with the pancakes, or is that later? Sorry, I forgot what happens right after we first see the the inside of their apartment. Oh, well, I think uh, after that, once they go inside, uh, the tramp goes off, and um, I'm, I'm oh yeah, to the, the windows. <laughs> they they start so, yeah, they're running this. So basically, they're running this scam where the kid goes around breaking windows, and then the tramp happens to show up as a, a window repair man and he just yeah. basically 
cleans up the kids' mess wherever they go. <laughs> and they do it 13 times. And, you know, there's lots of funny moments here where they're trying to dodge policemen. That's kind of a, a recurring theme throughout this movie. This is definitely, I think, a lot of the somber tone of this movie that we, you know, talked about and that I think we can explore throughout is that they, this is a very rough neighborhood. It's a rough area that we stay in most of the time, pretty much, uh-huh. except for, like, the the courthouse and the the actress's house. Um, mm-hmm. So, and that, that dinginess kind of infects the tone for a good portion of the movie and you know the policeman is kind of this this lone sentry walking around in this dingy area it's kind of funny mm-hmm. it, it's very good visuals and uh there's the chase scenes with the police officer are really funny because the they are yeah the silent era uh you know how the the speed uh i forget what it's called the t- the technical name but the the cameras were running weird speeds with the um what's it called the frame rate uh so mm-hmm. it looks really funny when everyone's running around because it's like basically double speed you're right and it, it, there's also like a like you said with the uh the uh just them living on the streets any feel to it i think that's something that's really for i mean we've we've uh, Chaplin's tackled many times before just being poor money. I felt it here, especially though, just because, I mean, there's not like something where the tramp is trying to to help somebody or the quest for gold or whatever. He's just trying to do his best to survive, and that's what he and this kid are trying to do. And just as, like, uh, I think that that captures the griminess of it a lot more than say modern times or city lights when uh like that's when the tramp is using the eccentric millionaire's wealth to help the blind girl and stuff i think that just makes it feel just a little more like i guess upbeat uh but here, yeah. i mean just sort of the the way the whole the town looks like you said it's just everything's real dirty and stuff but like you said the chase with the policeman and um the scene after the the window uh fixing it all that when the uh the, uh the tramp is talking to the the, the policeman's wife i think and yeah. they're and he's flirting with her that it, we still get those those fun moments that we've come to expect from Chaplin. <clears throat> sure of course yeah at the end of the day chaplin is a comedian mm-hmm. and like i said that scene when he um He's flirting with the policeman's wife, or is it his wife? I'm not sure, yeah. but it's it's a very very funny scene. Just with the uh, <laughs> just acting so weird when the policeman puts his hand on the tramp's shoulder from behind him, and and he's rubbing it like it's her hand. It's very funny when the policeman's shaking him and all. It's it's very funny, and uh, like a, like you said, anytime the the policeman's chasing the tramp or they're, they're, I guess, having an encounter or whatever. It's funny. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the dynamic between Chaplin and this actor is great. And Jackie Coogan's doing his part as well. You know, when Jack, there's one part uh, earlier before Chaplin's flirting with the policeman's wife when Jackie Coogan's about to throw a rock. And then he literally, <laughs> his hand runs into the police officer and he has to play it off. And that is like, that was an early 
spark of genius from Jackie Coogan, the way he reacts to the police officer being right behind him. Really funny. Yeah, has Jackie Coogan done much else? I'm looking on Letterboxd, and uh, do you know of anything else that he's done? I I don't think I've seen anything else that he's done, but this performance alone for me is really impressive. It is. He's been in um, <clears throat> another one of Chaplin's movies, a pleasure, and um, he's also in a John Wayne movie. So those are really nice. only the biggest credits I can find. But after the the encounter with the police officer and the tramp uh, flirting with his wife, uh, we get to see the um, uh, the kid and the tramp. Uh, they're they're living at home and just the he's feeding them them something. I'm not quite sure what the, the tramp and the kid are about to eat, but uh, the woman who was the, the kid's mother is is now very rich and famous. Do we know how she earned all this wealth? Uh, she's a performer. She's an actress, okay. I think. Yeah. Because she gets flowers with a note that says, congratulations on your performance last night. I, I, she, and they say that she's a big star. But, you know, they don't okay. say okay. stage, screen, or whatever. Okay. Uh, well, we, we from, from her scenes that she's kind and she's doing her best to help other children, even though she couldn't help um, her sons. And I think that it's very well done. I really like uh, her, uh, the... The mother's character, I think that she's very well done, and we and we we feel some compassion. So just as we see her uh, on the balcony later, uh, just sort of wishing for her son, and then when she's helping these other kids as well, uh, when her, her scenes when she's remembering her son, they're very well done. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, we are able to empathize with her in those moments because you know we were kind of down on her earlier when she was making her mistakes, but. You know, mm-hmm. she's doing her best, and she's got a better yeah. platform now as a star. So she's trying to help people, and I think she is actively searching for her son, or it's, it seems to be that way. Yeah, I, I think that she's she's always searching, I think. And I, I, I'm not sure if, if she's always been launching, i say, a, a, like a full station or whatever, but yeah. she's still... But I think when she's helping these kids and all that, and she's giving them treats or whatever, she's looking to see if maybe son is one of those those children. Yes, yeah, she has. And I believe that she and her, she and the son have an encounter um, later. Yeah. Uh, on the the foot of the, the on the foot of the door, and yeah. she doesn't recognize him. Yeah, she gives him like a a dog and a ball. But you know, the crazy thing is that she hasn't lost hope after five years. You know, she's still. She, mm-hmm. Like you said, not actively searching with like the police involved or whatever, but she has still got her eyes open. Yeah, you're right. And I think that that just really helps us warm up to her more is that, like you said, even after five years, she's still wanting to look for a kid. And, you know, normally, like in some of these situations, like I'd say like the Disney movie or something, uh, the young kid meets a uh, a a like a or, or I guess their main protagonist or whatever and then the yeah. the guardian or parent is going to look for them but like no no don't stay with the, the, the protagonist or whatever uh, but I <laughs> yeah. think that this is sort of something different where we feel compassion we understand her need and we 
we could sympathize with why she she gave up her child. Uh, and I think that she's uh, at, at first she comes off as a bit of a, like a character we might not like, but when we see her in her um, her uh, famed uh, as an actress, I suppose, uh, I think that uh, we warm up to her a lot more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's she's changed a lot. Her character progresses very well. And I forget what happens after uh, she gives him the the two toys. Uh, I think we get that like, pancake scene. Yeah, the pancake scene, which I think I thought it was nice. You know, there's some funny moments here. It's not like super uh-huh. memorable or anything. It's not definitely not like the shoe scene. Spoiler alert! In the Gold Rush. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but it's still very good. And then uh, the kid goes out to play with his new dog and ball, and then he runs into some trouble right around the corner. You want to talk about that? Yes. Uh, so, uh, so th- like you said, with the pancake scene, um, that it, it is like a like a, a small scene, and but very similar to the 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 scene at the Gold Rush, sort of when we're seeing. Um, just the life of uh, the tramp and the kid. It, it is one of the those this heartwarming moments. But after the pancake scene, uh, one of the uh, the kids comes up and um, uh, steals the um, uh, Jackie Coogan's. And they have a fight in the middle of the street and all the kids are watching. And um, the tramp goes up and uh, tries to, to help or whatever. And he's like, uh, we don't know exactly what he's saying, but he he's talking to the I think the father of the kid who took the uh, the dog, and he's he's sort of showing off like, hey, that's mine kid and stuff. It's it's a it's a it's a fun moment, but uh, it, it, the 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 man and the the tramp also fight. Uh, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So the the kid's brother shows up, and basically. You know the the tramp's son has been beating on this kid, and then the kid's brother shows up, and he's like this big, muscle bound freak, and he basically says, "Y'all are gonna fight again," and he tells Chaplin that if his kid beats, you know, his brother, that he's gonna beat on the kid or the tramp, <laughs> and uh. <laughs> pretty much that's pretty much exactly what happens. <laughs> the the tramp is like trying to tell his kid to take it easy or whatever but the kid isn't listening so he beats up on this dude's brother and then (laughs) the brother turns to chaplin and you know this starts to look reminiscent of the city lights boxing scene Mm -hmm. yeah you're right it's similar to sort of that banter with with like with like with the referee and all that and uh just the with chaplains in a building and all that looking around it's also very similar to the police scenes we've had before with the police's uh, has, is either chasing after the tramp or whatever. They're they're very fun scenes, but I believe after this, when it looks like um, the the brother is about to to beat up Chaplin, I think the the woman shows up right and and she yeah. sort of is the uh, one who calms everybody down. Yeah, definitely. She's she's you know she's rich, <laughs> so she has yes. kind of influence, I guess. She's also a woman, so she has kind of a a motherly influence over this guy in some ways, I think. And uh, she comes in and basically gets him to stop fighting. But then mm-hmm. now that the tramp has a little space, he kind of starts kicking back. He picks up a, a brick. A brick. <laughs> this guy with a brick. 
and he yeah. basically beats him senseless with his brick and then goes back into his house. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it is very, it's funny. And it's, I'd say we don't get many more lighthearted scenes after this. Uh, the, uh, uh, I, I'm not sure exactly who this guy is, but, um, uh, Chaplin, what what ha- I mean, um, Patrick, what happens in what happens in this <laughs> next scene? Uh, the next scene right after the the fight. Right. Um, I don't remember honestly. Uh, do, do you know what came after that? Uh, do you have the movie pulled up? Are you watching it right now? Yeah, I have the I have the movie pulled up. It it seems that uh, it's, I think that it's. The some guys coming here and looking uh, for the kid. Oh, is it is it the police officer that came, or? Oh well, yes. There's a guy with a a big top hat, and then a police oh, officer yeah. comes over and he he takes um the the kid with him. And after this, this is uh, it's the tramp trying to uh uh take the kid with him and sort of you know just uh, keep him with him like I said and it's a, there's moments of I guess comedy is the, the policeman uh, chasing after Chaplin on the roofs and all that and that that's a there's moments of lightheartedness there but it's also a, a sort of a scene of desperation it adds to that those somber moments I think yeah I remember what happened now the the woman, the the wealthy woman who, you know, is this kid's mother but doesn't realize it yet, says that he's sick. So they call in a doctor and then the doctor wants to take him away to like a hospital or like a child protective services kind of orphanage type place. And he gets the policeman along to help him do it. So they're they're whisking yeah. the kid away, but the kid doesn't want to leave. And Chaplin is mm-hmm. going to try and keep a hold on him. So there's a little chase scene over the rooftops. Uh, mm-hmm. That was like, good. That that like scene Batman. looked good, also. Yes. Yeah. yeah, this definitely looks great, especially for the time. It's I think the earliest uh, Chaplin movie that we're going to be reviewing, and it still yeah. looks really great in moments. Yeah, so you nineteen twenty one. So definitely the 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 oldest one. I think it so far the ones we're going to be discussing it in order of the oldest. It's. Uh, Modern Times being the youngest, then City Lights, then the Gold Rush, then the kids. So yeah, this is one of uh, this is the uh, old talked about so far. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, and then what happens after the chase? I think I think the tramp holds on to the kid, right? They escape somehow. Yes. Yeah, and then they go to like they the, escape on a they the they escape on a, a, a truck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they escape on the truck. Yeah. Sorry, it's a it's a bit. Oh no, it's fine. It's it's a bit moment of of, of rest for the the tramp and the kid. But um, as they're they're staying here, I I think during the night, uh, the uh, the the kid is taken by the police, and uh, the the tramp wakes up and he's not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's definitely a kind of a trying moment for the the audience and for the tramp. Yes, it is, and I I think that the, the, after this, um, the the kid is with the police, and the tramp's all by himself now, and I think he's at uh the police department, and the mother's there, and um uh, they, they are reunited. 
<laughs> yeah. Very, very touching moment here. It is a touching moment. And I, it's the, it, we also just, after this, we see that the tramp uh, wandering down the street and he, and he, he uh, is at the door and he, I don't think he can get in. Uh, I think the, the door's locked or something. And uh, he, he takes a nap. And this was a very, for me, this is, this is a weird, one of the weirder moments I've encountered just in a Chaplin movie. We get this, this, this dream sequence. But what exactly goes down here, uh, Patrick? Uh, yeah, well, basically, uh, this dream sequence features all kinds of characters that have been in the movie so far. But the story that's told in the dream sequence seems to be pretty firmly disconnected from the the main story that they've been trying to tell so far. So it is really interesting. I've, I've never really seen a dream sequence that goes like this far outside of the regular narrative, outside of maybe like a Lynch film. Yeah, and I feel like this is uh, probably some sort of, uh, something that playing into just Chaplin's art- artistic style, and you know, everyone's dressed up as angels. They've got harps, and the kid and the and um, a, a dog are dressed up as angels also. And uh, eventually, um, uh, the tramp is wearing angel wings, and it, they're they're flying around and stuff. It's a it's a good looking scene, uh, but you're right; it doesn't play into the plot a whole lot. And I, I appreciate this this scene, but it like I said, it doesn't add a whole. There's at some point, uh, like a, a devil pops up and seems to be tempting uh, uh, one of the ladies. I, I'm not sure if this is uh, the woman who we've been following. I, I don't think it is, but um, I think it's the second uh, actress. But I don't think it's supposed to be like her character is very different in the dream sequence. Yeah, I, I she I think she is I think, I think she is connected to the um the the, bro- the brother character who um who uh, whose younger brother fought uh, Jackie Coogan and who we talked about earlier. And um, Yeah, well in the dream the, sequence they have like a romance. Right. And the the, the devil sort of sort of tempts them uh, the tramp and um the young woman who might or might not be the one we've been following through the movie. Um, I think, like I said, same actress, but I think it's a, her um, characteristics are much different. And uh, the police sort of whisks Chaplin away as, as a sort of a, a fight breaks out between uh, the older brother and, uh, and the tramp. And, I, and uh, Chaplin's taken away, but I believe that he he wakes up after this. This, this is a, probably the weirdest scene uh, from any Chaplin movie we've talked about. Yeah, it's pretty close, and I think the weirdest part about it is that it's so disconnected from the story. Uh-huh. Like we get weird, you know, chicken visions in the Gold Rush, but that's very much you know related to the fact that they were hungry. There, there's mm-hmm. there's other things like that, but this is just completely comes out of left field. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd always say that this is the shortest Chaplin movie we talked about so long, and it's it's one of the reasons why this has probably been this is such a, a, a short episode we've done. But I think honestly that I'm not sure what this dream sequence plays into the movie. It might honestly be the reason 
this is a four and a half star film for me, even though I, I don't I, I don't think this is necessarily a problem, but it just that this the not that it's so weird, but just that it doesn't play much in the plot. And honestly, like this scene could easily have been cut or something. I, I don't know exactly how or exactly the purpose is or uh, what was on Chaplin's mind when he was making it. What what do you exactly what exactly do you think of the scene? Um, personally, I think it's a. I like that it's in the movie. I like that it's completely unconnected. I like that it's just something that's on the you know the tramp's mind. I think it's more of an insight into the tramp's subconscious, which is something that no one was really doing in silent films back then. Uh, you know, because it mm. is a very clear uh, good and evil dichotomy going on. You know, we've got the idyllic tramp and his son, or yeah, his adopted son, and then we've got sin creeping in. You know, and all the conflict that creates, and that's kind of an insight into the the tramp's mindset which is something mm-hmm. that i think is a very cool part of the i guess what we yeah i i, I agree um, may I ask you why this is a, a four and a half star movie for you in, instead of a five, like all the other Chaplin's movies have been? For me, it's uh, the technical side of it is a little uh, less defined. And it seems it, it's not quite as funny as some of the other ones, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. So that those are my main qualms with it. It's just not perfect, you know? Yeah, I think I think I agree with you. Like, like I said, the dream is not a, exactly a, a a problem for me, really. And I didn't I didn't think of it as an insight to the tramp's mind. And you actually made a really good point. I think I, I appreciate the the scene more. I think looking at it as something from the tramp's subconscious. I mean, even though this, but really as like a dive into the tramp's mind. I the scene is not necessarily bad for me, but I think that you're right. It's just, I think it sort of lacks the just the more light hardness and and like you said, just like uh, the other chapter movies have that we've talked about, like Modern Times and City Lights have been. Uh, yeah. Yet yeah, I do, I do. I will say that the dream sequence. I I do like it's, it's well shot and I mean it's got Chaplin, it, so it's definitely well acted. And we got Jackie Coogan in there also. I, I like the dream sequence and looking at it as something in the tramp's subconscious, I think it's all the more interesting. But uh, after he wakes up, uh, I, uh, a police officer or someone whisks him away and he gets to be reunited with the kid again. And it's, it's, uh, I th- it's a very heartfelt um, scene at the end. Yeah, it's a really great scene. Definitely, I like, it has the shades of, you know, the later endings of mm-hmm. um, other Chaplin movies that are really great. I don't think it quite reaches that those heights, say City Lights or The Gold Rush even, not to spoil that even more. <laughs> uh, those two have really great mm-hmm. endings. And this one is definitely in the same vein. It has the same spirit as those endings, but I don't think it quite reaches those heights. I agree. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm looking to see how far into his career Chaplin was. 
the Warriors make this, but I think that this is the later greatness we're going to get with the Gold Rush, Modern Times, and City Lights. Uh, but it is still very well done. It is just so well made. I mean, this whole movie's been really good. I mean, even like even as weird as that dream sequence is, it like I said, look at it as something from the Tramp subconscious and I mean, you know, Jackie Coogan and Chaplin and uh, the the uh, the actress played the woman uh, and uh, I hope I'm saying that right. But uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great movie. Like I said. And this is a, it's a good ending. I, I, won't, I won't say it's as good as Modern Times and Sea Lights, but it's like a four and a half star rating for me. And that's really good. Yeah, me as well. Yeah, it's one of my. my... Yeah. And uh, so anything else you want to add wow. to, um, to the kid? Um, no, I think I think I've said it all. Well, probably not all, but for this viewing, at least, those are the only insights I've got. Yeah, you know, I think that just the great thing about Chaplin's films are they're they're infinitely rewatchable. I think I, I just see rewatchability quality just at all these. I think Kid is one of those where you can just go back and, like I said, just examining that dream sequence. All that it, it's all um, just really well done, and yeah, the, the kid is a another fine addition to to Chaplin's resume, I guess. But uh yeah, yeah final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh definitely uh I guess we're not doing a technical like uh recommend or not, but I, I would say that I would go see it <laughs> if I were you. Uh if you like the Chaplin mm-hmm. films that we've recommended in the past, you will like this one most likely. Uh it's mm-hmm. but it's not the best obviously. Yes. Yeah, I agree. If you like Chaplin's movies so far, then you'll like this one. Yeah. I can't see any reason why nobody would like this. City Lights in long times. I mean, it's... Like we've said, it's bit, it's more somber than Chaplin's films, and I think that's why for me it's just a, it's a little lower down there because I've loved... In modern times, and see, like it's just Chaplin's heart and all of that, but this is still just really well made. And if you've liked Chaplin so far, you'll like this one. This is the first silent film that I genuinely loved, and you know, then I begin to discover even greater films of City Lights in modern times. So, this is uh, if you've been skeptical to silent films so far you're looking for a good one to see for me this is the one that really softened me up to silent films and made me want to discover them more and it's why i think i'm such the chaplain fan i am today even though i may not be as big of a fan as as uh patrick is but i still really really enjoy his films and i mean like i said i think i said in city lights the the tramp is probably my favorite character just because of all the the heart and uh, just, just the loving character that he is, and I think that's why I just I like this, uh, this character that Chaplin's created and putting him in these different situations. I, I this is another, like I said, another fine addition to Chaplin's uh resume. So, um, it's not as good as Modern Times and City Lights, and um, I'll preview into my thoughts on the Gold Rush. I don't think it's as good as the Gold Rush, um, but I, I'm very excited to um talk about the Gold Rush next. And, um, yeah, if you've liked, like I said, you like Chaplin so far, you'll enjoy this one. The end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true.
So uh, I think that basically closes off this episode. We'll do our our, our closing segment when we talk about the Gold Rush. Since we're filming the we're, we're recording the kid and the Gold Rush back to back. Um, but yeah, this has uh, been a, a a fine time, Patrick. Yeah, thank you for having me again. This is a, a great one to watch and review. Yes, like I like I say, like many of Chapman's movies, they're just a they're fun movies to discuss. And I, like I said, in a I believe City Lights, it's a pity and gems now, just because when they came out, they were so widely regarded and still are, I think, in the world of cinema. But I mean, not modern modern audiences don't go out and watch these as much as they should yeah right? i agree especially when like these all digital which makes should be to probably means you should go and check these out now more than ever <laughs> yeah and rewatch them and, and study them and enjoy them all right so we will be back with the gold rush and uh if you wish to contact us let us know if you think of the show what do you think of chapter have you seen any of his movies please do so at moviemaniacs2020 at gmail.com. And uh, Patrick, we will be back uh, with the gold rush. Cannot wait. All right.